Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello to your beautiful brain bubble. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, the security hated on me at the Lil Nas X concert. I hosted our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Pitbull kissed me on the cheek, what Diplo told me, and one of my boyfriends called me a b- ¿Qué pasa? My name is Crystal Rosas. I'm a 20-something Latina who just moved from California to the Big Apple. Trappy. Sorry, that was my cat Frappuccino. They're still getting used to the city life. Anyways, where was I? Um, oh yeah, I take over afternoon radio every day on the world famous Z100. But when night falls, I'm looking for all the clout I can get and casually searching these streets for my Prince Charming. Come on this sexy single journey where we'll go on a date with a new guy from the apps every week, host red carpets and interviews, and weasel our way into the secret society of New York's top socialites. Oh yeah, and someone's always watching. That's my overprotective mom. (laughs) This is Crystal's Nightcap. Yo, thanks for listening to another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Share the podcast with your friends if you're really loving it. I'm live on the radio in New York City Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. on Z100, 100.3. If you're not in the city, don't worry. You can listen on our free iHeartRadio app wherever you are. I'm also on tons of stations on the weekends. So make sure you check my socials for which ones and everything. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. We have an online boutique up and running. Check out lacrystalrosas.com. Click on that shop tab. And we have our own IG at Crystal's Nightcap. Our own Twitter at Crystal Nightcap because they don't allow more than 15 characters. And now we're just going to get into it. Crystal's Nightcap. We're talking about my life, what I got going on, and we're getting into it right meow. (sighs) Sit back. Relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Thank you so much for giving me time because last week I did not drop an episode. I was pretty much dead for half of last week because I came back from Vegas. I will get into all of that. I also am dealing with kind of a heartbreak. It's a weird situation. I wouldn't really say it's a heartbreak because we weren't really attached, but there's some stuff going on. And Mercury was in retrograde, so that added to the fuss. Everything has just been a little off recently. But I'm in a much better place. I just needed a week to not do anything. And let's 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 explain why. Because the week before last week, where I was talking to you, that Monday, I got tickets to see Rosalia, which was iconic. I went with my good friend Michelle. She was at Radio Music City Hall, sold out two nights. I mean, Rosalia is just a queen. And I could not believe that I finally got to see her. She is the meme queen that chews gum like a cow on stage for an opening part of one of her songs. So iconic. If you missed that reel, go check it out on my IG at La Crystal Rosas. That was Monday. And then Tuesday, I did nothing. And then Wednesday, Lil Nas X was in town. I love Lil Nas X. I love the album he put out. I listen to it on repeat over and over and over again. So I know like every single word 
to every song off the album. And I got a few tickets from my job. So I invited my assistant, Justin, my girl, Michelle, again. And I had an extra ticket. So I last minute hit up Tom Cruise. I was like, hey, Tom, I have an extra ticket. One of my boyfriends. I was like, for a show tonight. I know it's last minute, but let me know if you want to come. He's like, yeah, if you need a hot date, what time do you want to meet? So I told him to pull up. He didn't know like exactly what the concert was or anything. He just was like, yeah, I'll go with you. So my assistant came over, Justin, to get ready with me, and we decided to go off. He was wearing like a pink glitter jersey moment. I was wearing this crazy onesie that looked like I was she-go from Kim Possible, but also mixed with Barbie, it was amazing. And me and Justin wanted to do a funny, like, IG real TikTok kind of video where I'm just kind of running around the city in this funny onesie. And I look like a badass. But the problem was that as we were walking to the venue, I turn around and Tom Cruise had been following me. I don't know for how long he was following me, but I look at him and I'm like, wait, don't I? Oh, my God, Tom Cruise. And we start laughing because he was saying that he was walking and he sees someone and he's like, I recognize that ass. And there's only one person that would have the gonads to dress like this in New York City. And he's like, I knew it was you. I've been following you for like two blocks since I got off the train. I was like, that is creepy, but also kind of funny. Um, So, yeah, my assistant met Tom Cruise. And so did my friend Michelle. And during the show, we had to sit separately. Like me and Tom Cruise sat in one one section and then. Michelle and my assistant, Justin, sat on a different section because we didn't have seats all together. But it was really fun. I mean, I was pretty close to the stage. Tom Cruise only knew a few Lil Nas X songs, um, but he really appreciates the artistry of it all. And so he was having a good time. He was kind of bobbing and dancing. If y'all remember, like, he's super Turkish. Like, he's been in New York City for 12 years now, but he's still mad Turkish, has a thick Turkish accent, is hella tall, is like 6'4". So people <laughs> behind us were kind of angry that he was sitting in in the row in front of us because it's it's pretty hard to see over him but he was doing his best to kind of like gig along he doesn't really know how to dance to english music and he kind of has two left feet which is kind of funny to watch but i was doing my own thing i didn't at some points i kind of forgot that tom cruise is even there because i was really in my own vibe in mind and at one point lil nas x is like who wants to come shake that ass on stage so people start swarming the stage i run over there to try to jump up the security guard is hating on me like the dancers up there are telling and pointing at me come up come up come up but the security guard is like no go back to your seat go back to your seat i'm just like y'all really hating y'all are really hating that is so crazy i was so angry because i should have been up there backing it up doing the splits on stage twerking it with lil nas x but the security guards didn't want to see me win i was furious about it but i still had a good old time and then the next day i had to wake up early because i was on a flight to vegas for i heard radio music festival and right before my flight is when me and tom cruise pretty much broke up and I'll get to that in my cave a little later not right now nonetheless I pull up to Vegas my first stop is saying hi to my girl DJ Yoyoli she's DJing at like a day pool party at Aria called Liquid so I'm over there not really drinking because I just I'm trying to not drink. You guys know that. I've been talking about it a lot. It's a new step in my life that I'm going in. I'm actually participating in Sober October now. It is the third day of October. It hasn't been tough at all, but in Vegas, I was trying to not drink. So when I got there, wasn't really drinking. Like I was taking a sips of some of the pina colada that she had, but that was really it. I just really wanted to relax the Thursday that I flew in. So I did, spent the day with her, we got some in and out, and then I just stayed in and did nothing. Woke up the next day, relaxed at the pool, got my tan on, and I really didn't have to start work until I think like 6 p.m. So I got to relax most of Friday as well until I got to the arena. It's our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. The first celebrity I see walking down the hallways, Mr. 305 Pitbull, and he stops in his tracks to give me a kiss on the cheek. I 
know you couldn't really hear what he was saying in the background. That's just because I was so excited and talking all over him. But that was iconic. Go check that as well on my IG at La Crystal Rosa. So we really started it off with a big old bang, okay? And we we just got a lot of amazing moments that day because. All they really wanted me to do was take over our, our Heart Radio Instagram stories. They're like, Crystal, that's all you got to do. So I'm like, I was born for this. I finessed my way to the iHeartRadio Music Festival since like 2016, 15, when our morning show at uh, KYLD Wild Nine in San Francisco was invited to the festival. And I, I like tagged along. Like I bought my own flight to go. I weaseled backstage passes. And I even got on TV during that time when I believe it was like Trey Songs went out of his way to kiss me on the cheek from the state. That was crazy. Absolutely insane. And a few years later, we're still doing the same thing. We're still backstage again, kisses on the cheek from artists. This time it was Pitbull. So amazing. Someone else that I got to meet that just really shook me. Like, I actually started shaking and crying after I met her. Christy Carlson Romano. We were both wearing pink. Loren and even Stevens. The Kim and Kim Possible, the reason I joined cheerleading in the seventh freaking grade. Christy Carlson Romano! Okay, yeah, ew, I'm very annoying. But if you know, you know. I mean, she is so iconic and really did lead a generation of young women to be bad bosses. Like, starting from Even Stevens, her character was overachiever, above and beyond, always wanted, like, tried to be a perfectionist. She even had her own flaws, but... I always really looked up to her. Like, I wanted to be like Ren. I wanted to be valedictorian. I wanted to be class president, even though I never was either of those things. Like, she really did teach me to try to be your best and be the best. Um, and then she was also Kim Possible. I mean, she is the reason I tried out for cheerleading. I wanted to be a spy growing up. I wanted to be in the CIA. And I also was a cheerleader and wanted to be a cheerleader. So that double life of Kim Possible was really what I strived for. I didn't end up doing that in real life, but I really did want to be Kim Possible. And obviously Christy Carlson Romano is the voice behind Kim Possible. And then we have Cadet Kelly where she played a, like a boot camp instructor. And yeah, I went to boot camp in high school because again, I wanted to be in the CIA. So I joined the police explorers for like three, four years in high school. I was pretty much a police cadet for the San Leandro Police Explorers, and we went to boot camp, and I thought that was so cool, like, seeing her and Hillary Duff in kind of, like, a male-dominated world trying to join the cadets. Like, that was so cool for me, and I was part of that. Like, I did that. So seeing her in person, seeing her in the flesh, letting her know how vital she was for my developmental growing years and growing up and when I was a kid and a teen, like, I just broke down. It, it uh, artist or celebrity, it's been a long time for someone to really hit me like that. But seeing her in person, I didn't know she was going to be there. A lot of the times for our heart festivals and our jingle balls, a lot of celebrities come, but we don't have like a roster. We don't know who's going to come in and out. A lot of them are invited. Sometimes they come if they can. And she's someone that I was, just, I could not believe that I got to meet her and say hi to her. She was definitely someone like a bucket list person. I think my reaction would be like that if I met Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. For sure. And Oprah. And maybe Alicia Keys. But meeting her was amazing. Yo, I also hung out backstage with Lionel freaking Richie. I asked him where his daughters, Sophia and Nicole, were. Lionel Richie! Hey, you. How was on stage? How was that? How'd you feel? It was amazing. And then what about Sophia and Nicole? Where they at? Thank God they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't be talking to me. I know. Yeah. He was so freaking nice. He was so humble. He was... So ready to do any type of content with all of us. And again, my job was just to have fun with the artists. Like, it wasn't like last year where we had to do interviews with every single artist. This year, they were just like, no, just free for all. Do what you want to do. Get the content you want to get with them. We're not going to have these formal interviews. Just have fun. And I was I was having fun, ladies and gentlemen. I really was. I asked Diplo what his favorite dip was. Diplo in what is Diplo's favorite dip, though? I like uh, queso, baby. Okay. Quesito. Algo suavecito. That's what I'm talking about. So it's settled. Diplo's favorite dip is queso. And then also the Black Eyed Peas were in the house. Freaking Taboo is the nicest guy ever. Oh, 
okay. I don't know why I was joyfully singing that one to them, but I also got to meet from NSYNC, Lance Bass, the artist Kim Petras, and also Sam Smith. I caught him right as he was getting off stage, and I was just kind of like doing a selfie video, and he looked at me up and down like I was a gross germ. He looked at me like, get this crusty... I don't know what this kind of person is away from me. And yeah, Sam Smith hates me, but that's okay. Day two, I did the daytime stage at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. So that's the outdoor event at Area 51. We saw Five Sauce there, Chloe Bailey. She threw it down. Lotto did two, the DJ trio cheat codes. And then at nighttime, I got to see Avril Lavigne on stage, Halsey. Night two was a little different because there weren't as many celebrities running around backstage as there was for night one. So I got to see a lot more of the show. And when I posted me watching Diddy and me getting yelled at by a security guard for standing on a chair while Diddy was performing, I posted that to our story and Diddy reposted me. So my face was on Diddy's freaking Instagram story. We did that. We freaking did that. And then afterwards, I was running around with a wedding veil pretending that I got married. It was just so much fun, honestly. And there's a whole bunch of after parties stuff and like penthouse parties for iHeart executives that we got invited to as well. But let me tell you, after night one, I was just so tired. I went straight to sleep. I took a bubble bath. I needed my feet to heal because I was running around in heels all day. And same with night two. Like, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I was really only there like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday morning was like the first flight back home. So there was no partying for me. The only relaxing I really did was kind of Thursday and then Friday during the day. But after that, it was just work, 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 get back on the flight. Now, the thing was night two, we had a post show after the show that was sponsored by M&M's. It was really big. It's a huge buy. So there's a lot riding on it. We have teleprompters and scripts and all that. But by that time, I was already feeling sick. I think that I had gotten sick on the flight way there. Even though I had a mask on, I still got sick. And by the post show, I was so ronca, I could barely talk. It was so bad. And I kept coughing. And then at one point, I had to pee so bad, but we were about to go live. So I was about to pee in a freaking cup outside of T-Mobile Arena. But I somehow held it all together and I'm pretty sure I still have a UTI coming up soon because of that but I was really really struggling Saturday night and so then I when I woke up from my flight Sunday I was so tired and sick I just popped in three night quills fell asleep the whole flight woke up in New York came back home knocked out woke up the next day went to work I was so sick at work I had like coughs and the sneezies and I was just a gross germ I was so tired my body was exhausted and I was so sick but also like Max and I have been taking vacation rotating for the past few weeks off and on so our listeners haven't had us together in a while and our boss was like hey you guys you guys don't have any vacation coming up right because we definitely want to have a consistent book before the holidays come and Max and I were both like yeah we are not taking vacation in October we're going to be together for all of it But then here I am sick and Max is like, Crystal, just don't come in tomorrow. Like you are actually sick. I know that we're, you know, our boss wants us to be together, but you are not feeling good. You do not look good and just take some time, girl. So I was able to take Tuesday and Wednesday off sick time. Thank goodness. I really, really did need it. And then Thursday, I was back at it. Still not feeling 100%, but Friday, we had our huge jingle ball announce. So I had to make sure that I was ready and sane for that. So I was good for that. Like, I wasn't 100%, but I was good. I'm still kind of recovering a little bit. But yeah, I was super sick last week. And so, like, Monday, I was really tired and sick, so I didn't record Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, I was off. Thursday, I came back. But then I had to do all the stuff because Friday was uh, a remote. Like, we got to do our show at... American Dream, which is a huge attraction in Jersey. And I've talked about it before. They have an amusement park there, a water park, indoor skiing. It's a huge shopping attraction as well. They have high-end stores from 
Saks Fifth, Louis Vuitton, YSL, and they even have like H&M and like more uh, affordable stores there. So that's where we had our live broadcast show on Friday, and we were also announcing the Jingle Ball, Z100 Jingle Ball lineup, so it was a huge event, and we had artists there to perform too. It was so, so, so much fun, even though I still wasn't feeling 100%, but I decided I was going to take myself on a shopping spree afterwards because they have all these different stores there, and Jersey does not have the crazy sales tax that New York has. And I've been wanting some white sneakers. I have some, like... Fila white sneakers and some like Nike white sneakers that are busted and crusted like they're brown at this point and the outfit that I was wearing Friday was cute but I didn't have some like popping white sneakers to go with it and out here in New York white sneakers are the thing people are wearing like white Adidas they're wearing Nike Air Forces or they're wearing like white upscale luxury luxury brand sneakers like Alexander Wang or YSL sneakers or whatever so I was like you know what I'm gonna take myself on a shopping spree. So I go to Saks Fifth and I'm walking around looking at the different types of sneakers and I saw two white sneakers that I really liked. Yes, they're super expensive because they're a luxury brand and I was trying them on and I was wearing them. I was like, these are so cute. Oh my God. I really should not be spending on this right now, but I do deserve a nice pair of white sneakers. So I bought two. And after I sent the videos to my parents about my purchases, my mom was like, no, return those. Take them back. Absolutely not. It's such a bad investment. What is white is going to turn yellow. They're going to get gross over time. You had just save your money. Do not do that. And I started feeling really guilty because I already told myself I wasn't going to be spending luxury brand on myself until I reached a certain goal. And I have not reached that goal yet, but I really did want these sneakers. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to the other shoe stores, like the more economical ones, and see if I can find some shoes I like just as much. And if I do, then I'll buy those, and then I'll return the other sneakers that I got. So I go to, to DSW, like Designer Warehouse, DW Shoes, DWS. I always like it there, and I can always find stuff that I like there, and it's reasonable prices. So I pull up, right, and I do find a pair of white Adidas that instead of the three like black stripes or white stripes, it's like opal. It's like a white opal stripes. And they were like 60 bucks, and I was like... Okay, fine. Instead of the Dior ones, I'll return those white Dior ones and I'll buy these. Okay, so the Dior one's gone, returned. And then I was like, but the Prada white ones that I got are like shimmery, have sequins all over them, like white shimmery iridescent sequins. Can I find anything as cute as that here? Sure enough, I found a pair of completely bedazzled Betsy Johnson sneakers, and they are freaking cute, and I tried them on, and they're comfortable, and they're less than $100. So I was like, you know what? Fine. Like, I did this. I did what I had to do. So I bought those two pairs of shoes. So I canceled the other ones that were going to be shipped to me from Saks Fifth because... We're just not there yet. Honestly, I've spoke about it before. It's really tough to try to manage your money here in New York, especially when it comes to fashion, because there's a lot of people with a lot of money out here, and they are constantly just flexing their big brands everywhere. And especially when I go to events, like I do kind of want to, you know, the way you look, people do treat you differently. And I do kind of want to look extra and flexy and flashy when I go to events. But also, like, who the heck am I trying to impress? I really don't have the bag like that right now for that. Like, I should be putting my money away. So I decided to make a responsible financial decision, and I returned those way too expensive pairs of shoes. And I settled for some that are just as cute and way, way, way more affordable and way more in my tax bracket. So when you see me in my completely bedazzled Betsy Johnsons, please leave a heart, leave a comment. Let me know that they're just as fly as the other brands that ain't nobody got time for. Now listen, I know these are first world problems, but all of us work really hard. We work really hard for the money that we have and that we make and the careers that we are in. And I just want us all to know that whatever level economically we are at, wherever we want to be one day, we will get there one day. Like when I was working three jobs at, in college as a server, like everything I would buy would be from thrift stores and I couldn't wait for a moment where I can walk into a store and buy whatever I wanted. And we're not there yet because we have some goals that we want to hit first and our uh, paychecks might not even reflect what we want to be spending on. But we hopefully will get to where we want to one day if we keep at it and we keep working. And I hope that one day I can just 
drop a few thousand dollars on shoes and outfits and it will be nothing. And I hope that for you too one day if that's what you want. Um, we'll all just keep working at it together until we collectively get there. And even, you know, dropping on a pair of Adidas and Betsy Johnson shoes is still like a lot for any person. I should not be dropping even that on it right now, especially because I'm, as I mentioned, I'm not at my goal. But yeah, we're we're all still going through this together, and a lot of us are still going through the recession, and the inflation is not cute right now. So this is just what I'm going through. I'm not trying to be flashy or stunt on nobody. This is just what is going on with me and my life. So that was that. Um, but instead of spending money on those designer shoes, I had to spend money on flights. Not freaking cute because I have a lot of family stuff coming up. I have a wedding. I bought flights for that during the holidays. I'm trying to see my family. And then I have like baby showers too that I need to go back to California for. So um, I pretty much just, instead of the shoes, spent the same amount of money on flights going back and forth from home, which is really frustrating. But honestly, two pairs of new shoes, seeing the family. Yeah, I'd rather see my family. Uh, that was a little uncomfortable as well, but booked those flights today, so that's good. At least we got it, and I'm blessed and thankful for that. Friday night, I asked my neighbor, Jason, who has a keyboard piano at his house, if I can squirm into his room to play the piano. He's like, no problem. I'm on my way to a date right now. I said, cool. If you need your room, let me know. I will skedaddle out of there. And then at 1130, he's like, yo, Crystal, in about a half hour, we gonna have a situation. And I said, say less. I will scurry out of there. So that was my Friday night. I just, after I went shopping, I just stayed in, played the piano for a little bit, and then relaxed. And then Saturday morning, I was in my feels because it's the first weekend that it's actually cold here in New York City. It's about 50 degrees. The fall is actually here now. We had a late summer. I'm not happy about it. And the weather change for me last year wasn't that crazy because, first of all, it was my first year living in New York, so I was excited for anything new coming in New York. I also like had a guy that I was dating when I was with Venmo King, so he was kind of a fun transition from summer to to winter and fall. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this fall was a little different for me. And I'll explain what happened between Tom Cruise and I when we get into my cave. But I was definitely in my field Saturday. But I was like, you know what, Crystal? You are in total control of your mind. Like, you cannot let yourself get down and depressed and in the dumps again. You really need to get up. And the thing is, when it starts to get cold, I start to fall back into some habits that are not really good for me. And those habits make me drowsy and sleep a lot and eat a lot. And then my body gets me annoyed. So that's also another problem is like when the fall comes, it kind of makes me want to retreat back to some bad habits that I have. And I was just like... Crystal, you got to snap out of it. Get out of it. Let's get up and do something, one thing today. So I really had to trick my mind into getting up and looking cute for no reason, putting on an outfit, and I just went to the grocery store. That's all I did. I took the ferry to the grocery store, and honestly, I had a good old time because I also decided that I was going to have friends over Sunday to watch the new Hocus Pocus 2, just a few friends. And so I was like, you know what? Let me go to the grocery store so I can get a whole bunch of stuff for this like spooky party I want to have tomorrow. So I did. And I don't know why I am making like existential decisions, looking at different grocery store items. Like I'm just like, okay, should I get this type of meat or this type of meat? I, if anyone were to go grocery shopping with me, they would think that I am a crazy person. It took me like five at four, four hours, I think. But honestly, it was, I had a really, really good time. I filled my cart to the max. And then I took my little, I would eat that cart all the way back from Jersey to uh, where I live in New York. And so I had a really good time by myself. I was just vibing. And then Saturday night, I didn't want to do anything really either. So I just kind of stayed in and watched TV and fell asleep. And then I was like, you know what, Sunday morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to church. So I woke up Sunday and I cleaned and then I went to church. So after church, I wanted to do a little shopping for household stuff, a little more spooky stuff. So I was also looking for a Michael Myers mask. Couldn't find one, but I found this really awesome store called Lots Stop. It's pretty much if Walmart and the dollar store had a baby because all this stuff is hella cheap but like some of the stuff is good quality too they'll have windex there it it really is kind of like a dollar store but like they have cards there and it's two stories and i was just with the card just buying a whole bunch of stuff i got like 
pumpkin spice and apple candles for like $5 each and a whole bunch of spooky stuff. I got a whole bunch of birthday cards and Christmas cards, a whole bunch of different types of cards because they had hella cheap cards there for like $2. I had the best time ever just getting a whole cart full of stuff again and I bought picture frames I needed for around the house, some household items. I found a cute little pink toilet scrubber. I know that sounds stupid, but it like made me happy and some stuff for bath nights and it was just amazing. Like I really had a good old time and then I went to another store, like a cheaper store called Rainbow and Rainbow is kind of like it's like if Fashion Nova and Ross had a baby, kind of. It's like the stuff is cuter than Ross, but not as cute as Fashion Nova, but a little more expensive than Ross, but not as expensive as Fashion Nova. So I was in there just like going off again. I was buying some like folly stuff that I needed and some cute little pajama sets that I found there. I had a good old time Sunday and then my prima Laura, who's rarely in town. She lives here in New York, but she's never here. I was really happy that she reached out to me seeing if I had any plans this weekend and I was like, no, come over for a little spooky sesh on Sunday. So my cousin was going to come through. My girl Al, who I haven't seen in forever, was going to come through and then my neighbor Jason. So I made a cute little spooky church couture board for them. And I just decorated the house with a whole bunch of pumpkins and pumpkin spice stuff. And I like got all my lights, my LED lights, to be orange. And I got us spooky plates and stuff and spooky hats just to be in the spooky season. Because, again, like I need to be in charge of my happiness. I know that I'm kind of emotionally in the dumps right now because of the weather change and because of what's going on with Tom Cruise. So I just needed to pick myself up. And I've been doing that, and I'm very, very proud of it. So that was yesterday, and it was such a good time catching up with my cousin and seeing Al and seeing what my neighbor Jace is up to. I'm so happy I got to hang out with them and spend a little time with them, and we had a little spooky party with sparkling apple cider because, again, I'm trying to do a sober October, and it's been going pretty well. No alcohol for the past three days. <laughs> but I also really do want to hit on seasonal depression real quick. Some of us might be going through it. Some of us have might have gone through it before, or maybe your depression just goes in and out. But there is times where we feel really, really down, and I got a message from one of you on Snapchat. Hey, Crystal, reaching out because I feel like the lost lamb right now. I feel like you did last summer. I just want to drive off a bridge, like you said. How did you get out of it? I started Prozac, but my doctor's now ignoring me, so now I'm on nothing. I used to be so happy and laugh at life so much, but now all I do is cry. Oh my gosh, this really broke my heart. Um, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. I, like I said, I'm always here for you. Please hit me on Snapchat if you ever need anything. That's the easiest way to reach me at La Crystal Rosas. Now, I don't know about medications. I have never taken like antidepressants. I've never been on Prozac. I've never been prescribed to that stuff by a doctor. Remember, my mom is the one that helped me get out of my depression. And what we did was just to refresh. This It wasn't last summer. It was the summer before where I did say that I was really going through it. I felt like I just wanted to drive off of a bridge. I felt like I just didn't want to wake up anymore. I would keep my blinds Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
on all day. I didn't want any sunlight coming in, but that is not the way to go. Um, some things that I told you after you messaged me are um, saying that you should definitely get sunlight. Please walk and get some exercise. That really helps. Please eat healthy. I, I've said this a lot before, but I just kind of want to reiterate it, especially right now when a lot of us are probably going through seasonal depression. Please eat healthy. What you put into your body affects your brain. I was in a situation where I was just eating junk food all the time. I was eating fast food. I did not know that what you put into your body affects your brain. So that really, really, really impacts you and your thoughts. That's why I'm doing Sober October because I don't want alcohol around me because I know when I drink alcohol, I begin a little sad. And so especially since I'm in this situation, I'm not even going to let myself get there. Even with the other habits that I kind of start to do when it gets cold, I'm as of today, cutting all that out too. So please be careful of what you put into your body. It really affects your brain. Try to eat organic stuff. Try to eat fresh stuff, fruits, veggies, high um, quality meats, anything organic and non-processed is the best for you. I know it's more expensive, but it really helps your body and your brain and your soul in the long run. That's one thing. Um, yes, getting out, seeing the sun, the sunlight gives you energy and it gives you endorphins and dopamine. Just the sun. You need the sun. You need the sun to be happy. And especially now where it's darker and getting gloomy, just try to get out the sun a little bit if you can. Exercise gives you dopamine. It gives you endorphins. So it's just exercising a little bit makes you happy. So that's why I say just get out, go for a walk, um, do a few jumping jacks in your room or your house or go on YouTube and do vinyasa yoga, vinyasa flow yoga there's a few free ones um i also mentioned that i don't know what religion you believe in whatever it is try to go to church or just like look at scriptures a lot of the time they are really positive and uplifting even if you don't 100 percent agree with your church or your religion volunteering helps as well like when you give back to people you end up feeling happier so go to a local food shelter or women's shelter and ask if they need help or volunteers or go to children's hospitals, see if you can go volunteer there. Oh, and quickly going back to prayers and religion and all that in church, I have a daily prayer calendar. They have some generic ones online that you can find. And every day I flip the calendar and there's a new prayer and I start my day like that. And it really just starts me off on a positive day because you need happiness and positivity to start out your day, especially if you're feeling down and there, especially with the prayer calendars, it always gives you like a glimpse of hope. For example, today, I mean, I woke up feeling still kind of not in the mood. I flipped over to October 3rd and the prayer says, may you know the depth of God's desire to bless you. His love is unconditional. His promises are infallible and the good things he has planned for you are unstoppable. So it'll always get better. And uh, every day, if you start off the day reading something like that, it really does give you the fuerza. It gives you the animo, the uh, strength to just start your day off on a good foot. You can also reach out to friends and make plans with them. For example, I was off this whole weekend. I didn't go to work. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one thing to get out of my apartment a day so that I don't just stay trapped in here alone in my own thoughts. So Saturday for me was going grocery shopping and I had a good time. Sunday was getting up and going to church and then deciding after church, let me go find a Michael Myers mask. Didn't, but I found a whole bunch of other stuff in my house I didn't need. So yeah, just little things like that. Make plans for yourself. Decide that you're going to take yourself out to a museum or ask a friend to go with you on the days that you're off and don't go to work because those are some times where it can really get dark for us. Just try to plan stuff for yourself and even if people don't go along with you, do it yourself. Go watch that movie. Go to that pumpkin patch. Go to that museum. Go to that restaurant, whatever. Just try to get out and do it on your own. I remember I told you that my mom really helped me. Hit up your family and friends and tell them that you're in a funk and really need help. Put yourself on some type of schedule to be away from your phone, to be away from electronics, to just like make a good meal for yourself or do a bubble bath for yourself. Treat yourself because you are a queen, you are a king, and you deserve the best. I know it's really tough. It's even tough for me, trust me, to the day-to-day -day stuff, but we got to keep it pushing. Life is really beautiful. We will get out of it eventually, hopefully. Um, again, I don't really know about the doctor medication side of that. So some people really do need medication. Some people don't. For me, I didn't need medication, but you might need it. So you might consider talking to a doctor, uh, looking to professional help for that. If your doctor is ignoring you like this doctor was, then find a different doctor. Go to a therapist. Um, sometimes if you have insurance, then therapy can cost as little as $25 a session. 
you know, we spend that much money when we go out for fast food or when we get a new outfit and our mental health is just as important as eating and looking nice. So make sure that you're feeding your brain because these are dire times that we all need each other for help. I'm here for you. Hit me up on Snapchat at La Crystal Rosas. I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. You are not the only one. Here's why I'm feeling down in the dumps and kind of in a funk recently. We're getting into it. This segment is called Crystal's Cave. But before we enter the crevices, I just want to warn you that in today's episode of Crystal's Cave, we'll be talking about verbal abuse and physical abuse and mental abuse. So if that triggers you or if it's just too heavy for you or maybe you have kids around, this is going to be some heavier topics. So I just want to let you know about that. But yes, Crystal's Cave is all about me, my life, my crevices, who I'm dating, who's around the crevices. We're getting into it right meow. Hello? Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. Now listen, a guy is not the reason I am down in the dumps. A guy cannot depress me. It's the lack of physical touch, really, that is the trigger for me because I have kind of eliminated my roster, rightfully so, in a really inconvenient time. I mean, during the summertime, our roster was full. The cave, the crevices were being visited quite frequently. But (laughs) summer is over, ladies and gentlemen, and it is now officially cuffing and cuddle season. And last cuffing and cuddle season, I was able to string along my summertime fling into cuddle season uh, when we had Venmo King towards like August and then bled into all of the holidays and then New Year's was when we dropped off but this year it's a little different I had my summer flings starting mid-June with Tom Cruise and Prince Eric and the other guys that filled in in between and now we are the first week of October and the roster is back at zero and it is trifling let me explain why so a few weeks ago Prince Eric invited me to go out and to go to this like VR thing with him, like virtual reality place where you can eat and drink there and then play VR. And he was like, hey, Crystal, let's go do this. And I said, oh, that sounds so fun. I'm totally in. And then he was like, oh, shoot, I forgot. My friends are in town tomorrow. Can we please reschedule? And I forgot to text him back. I completely forgot to text him back. I did not care that we had to reschedule. I did not care that his friends were in town. I like Prince Eric. He's a fun time. And... I just completely forgot to text him back, and I was like, where is Prince Eric? Where has he been? And when I went to text him, I realized I didn't text him back. So he probably thinks that I was mad that he, like, catted on our date, but I wasn't. I just dead-ass forgot to text him back. So now it's been, like, three weeks, and we both haven't talked to each other, so that's awkward. Like, I think... Prince Eric is done because I think he hates me and I don't hate him. I just forgot to text him back. I might hit him back soon, but honestly, I kind of also feel like just refreshing the roster. What happened between me and my other boyfriend, Tom Cruise? Oh, my God. So Lil Nas X happened. We had a good time. Um, The next morning... I'm packing and getting ready. I have to get up early for the flight for the iHeart Festival, and Tom Cruise is there. Again, we had a good time at Lil Nas X. Afterwards, he wanted to go out a little more for some drinks, so he took me to get some drinks, and we are just kind of chit-chatting, and then afterwards, we go get a dollar slice pizza, and we stay up really, really late just, like, talking and chilling, and then that morning, um, I noticed he, he, he really, like, gets me so angry because... His mindset, I just, like, don't understand. Like, I'll ask him to help me with things around the house, and he'll be so ready and excited to do it. For example, when I needed my shelf put together, and he messed it up the first two times he did, but eventually he put it together correctly. Thank you for that. I needed him to put all my plants in my room so I could close my door so Frappy doesn't get to them while I'm out of town. So he did that, no problem. But then when I go to the bathroom, he, like, doesn't re-put the toilet paper on there, and the toilet paper is, like, right next to it. So I'm just, like, I call him out, I'm like, Bro, like, you're not going to refill the toilet paper thing? And he's like, I don't do that. And I'm like, I don't even have I don't even have the energy to even argue with him about that. Like, he just, like, sometimes he wants to be helpful, and then sometimes he doesn't because he wants to assert his, like, male dominance and alpha. And it's just, like, 
that's not a thing to be alpha about. That's just inconsiderate. But I don't even care enough about you to argue with you about it. So I'm just going to be like, okay, whatever. Let that go. And then one time I asked him to throw the garbage out. And he was like, oh, I don't do that. And I was like, it's literally on your way out. And he was like, fine. So then I kind of convinced him to do that. It, he was just very wishy-washy about like what he like the, the roles around the house were, right? And then... Like, when he would see me doing the bed, yeah, he would help me do the bed. So I'm like, okay, he does want to help. And then I remember the first few times he would be over, I would always make coffee for us. But then one time when I was really pressed on getting ready, I'm like, can you make coffee? Can you do something for us? Like, make the coffee for us. And at first he kind of argued about it, but then he did. So he just, he's not consistent about what he helps around and is willing to help around the house. Which is fine, not a big deal. I mean, again... There is no long-term future with this guy. He was fun for the time being. He was a guy for the night, as I mentioned. But then sometimes when I had extra tickets for things or whatever, he would come around and he would be willing to come through last minute. He would ask me to hang out certain times for last minute things and I would accompany him. It was just up and down. But at the end of the day, I really liked hanging out with him. I liked spending time with him. We had an amazing conversation, even though we didn't see eye to eye with certain things it was fine. I, I did like his company. Like, I did like him. So back to me getting ready after I annoyingly called him out for not putting the toilet paper in the roll as he should have. I'm packing for my trip and finishing packing and getting everything ready because I was going to leave that morning. Like, I had to get us up early to leave. And he casually asked me, where are you going? And I just said, oh, I'm just going somewhere. Because, again, I don't, I don't need to answer his questions. I don't need him to know where I'm going or what I'm doing. And I said, oh, I'm just going somewhere. And then he said, oh, well, how many days are you going for? And I just said, I'm going for some time. And he curls his lips. I'm honestly one. I've been so nervous to talk about this because I'm very embarrassed about it. And it's it hurts and it sucks. And I'm proud of myself. But I'm also like just really frustrated that. This happened. So when I told him I'm going for some time, he said, listen, stop giving me the runaround. And I was very shook that he called me that. Um, I've mentioned before that he is very aggressive with his words. He says a lot of bad words sometimes, especially when he's angry. He'll like call girls mean words or call guys mean words that are very, very aggressive. And I told him, I've been telling him, I don't like it when you call girls that. Like, stop calling girls that, please. Don't call girls that around me. Like, please stop. And he had gotten a lot better about doing that. <clears throat> and his excuse was, it's just words. Like, it's just words. I'm just like, no, like, it's you shouldn't be talking like that. And I don't like that, and it makes me uncomfortable. So he had gotten better. So he knew that I did not like that word, and do like he knows he cannot use that word to me. So when he said that, I looked at him. I'm like, "Did you seriously just call me a?" And I like was walking towards him when I said this, and he said, "Yeah, you're acting like a." Because you're just not answering what I'm asking you. And he was sitting down. I was standing up. I was just kind of standing there right in front of him. And I'm like, you're not going to apologize for calling me that? And he deadass looks at me in the face and is like, no, I'm not. And I just kind of go, okay. And I'm walking away and he's kind of grabbing me and holding me, like not letting me walk away. And I'm just like, what? Let, leave, let me go. Let me go. Like, I need to finish. I, we need to leave. Oh. This is making me so uncomfortable to talk about. This is making me so uncomfortable. And I'm honestly so embarrassed. And uh, I'm really upset that I let myself get into this position. That's really what it is. Because I already knew that this is the language he used. And I already knew he was aggressive. And I already knew that he had, like, no respect for women and already, like, was pretty open to downgrading women by his language and how he would speak about them sometimes. I just really never thought that he would say it to me, but that's kind of dumb. It's like if he uses that word, those words to women around them, of course, eventually one day he's going to call you that. So, But I I really thought maybe like I, I, I instilled in him so much that I didn't like that, that he wouldn't do it to me. But no, he knew exactly when he was going to do it to me eventually, and um, he just really has no respect. So at that exact moment when I'm just 
finalizing the last stuff to put in my luggages to leave, I knew I was done with it. Like, I knew this guy has absolutely no respect for me, no respect for other women, never will, is not going to change. There's been other situations where I've told him, like, can you apologize? Can you say sorry? And he never would. He never does. He thinks he's alpha. He thinks he's a man, and what he says goes. And it, I, I was so mentally checked out at that exact moment. I'm like, a guy has never called me that. I mean, guy, a guy that I has dated has never called me that. Guys have called me that before. I mean, whatever. Like, I've definitely triggered people in the past. Don't care about them. But a guy that I've dated or a guy that I have respect for and I hope has respect for me has never called me out of my name. Um, even my ex, Stepping Stone, and I, we were getting, we would get into the craziest, most toxic fights. I would call him, like, the meanest things. But he never, like, verbally talked to me like that and verbally disrespected me. And... The first step to abuse, ladies and gentlemen, is verbal abuse. When someone, the first time they call you out of your name, especially when they're actually angry and it's not a joke, like Tom Cruise and I have kind of like joked like that before, but not even really like that. I think he joked to me when that one time before and I was like, don't say that. Like, that's not nice. Please don't say that. So he already knows. Like, he already knows. Um, so I, as I mentioned, was already checked out. I was already done. Like when I like I am just oh this is not it and especially in a moment where I'm reading I'm reading a book right now called Why Men Love Bitches, ladies please this is something that I wish I read when I was like 15 and I barely finished it the other day I've been reading a book called Why Men Love Bitches and it is such a good book please 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 read the book so a very interesting time uh, for him to call me that. Uh, and also just like, no, I mean, I, I was, I was pretty upset, but I didn't want to even get into it with him there verbally because I had my flight to catch. I already knew. And I didn't want to like drag it on. And I was already done. I was already done. So I'm not even going to argue with him. I'm not going to beg him to apologize to me if he doesn't want to apologize. If he thinks it's okay to call me that it is what it is. It's done, but you're done. We're done. So I continue getting my stuff ready, and I'm in silence, which is odd for both of us. I mean, whenever we're together and hanging out, we're always, like, talking or saying something or just, like, we always are are chit-chatting. And so, you know, a few few moments go by, and we're in silence, and he looks at me and says, are you still mad at me? And I just take a deep breath, and I think I say yes. I don't even remember what I said. I probably am just like, yes. And then um, I finish getting ready. We quickly have to hit the elevator down. He's making some jokes. And I'm just kind of, ha, ha, he, he, get me out of here. We make our way down. My car is pulled up for me. Tom Cruise has my bags and is putting them in the car. And I wave him by. And he goes, whoa, whoa, bye. And he hugs me and then kisses me on the cheek. Usually when we leave, we kiss each other on the lips. But I just gave him my cheek. And... That's the last time I talked to him. That's the last time he's talked to me. It's only been a week and some change. I think he knows that with him doing that, I'm pretty much done with him. Uh, And I'm also, I think he knew by the vibe, like, I was already done. But he hasn't hit me up. I have not hit him up. Not sure if he will hit me up. If he does... I don't know how I'm going to react to that. It just kind of is going to depend on what he messages me. But yeah, no, Um, I'm not letting a guy call me out of my name. No, Uh, that's not happening, especially a name like that. No, no, no. Especially you not apologizing. No, no, no. And I'm going to go off real quick on a tangent because one of my friends recently has opened up to me about an actual abusive relationship she is in she has been dating a guy and she was so happy with him for a while and recently I saw her and she was a hot mess and I told her from the second that I saw her face what is going on and she said oh wow like you can tell you know I'm like yes and she told me some gruesome details about what her boyfriend had been doing to her and I told her well thank you for telling me this I'm glad we're done with him. She's like, yeah, I'm done. We're done. Cool. Uh, And then, like, a few days later, 
I call her up to do a check-in, and she's like, I talked to my therapist, and I told my therapist, I really wish I was as strong as Crystal and can just turn around and walk away when a guy's, you know, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And my friend tells me that he apologized again and that he's super, super sorry and says that it will never happen again, and I... In my head, I'm rolling my eyes so crazy because I'm. she's very smart. And I tell her, you're very smart, girl. This is not the first time that this person has done this to you. This is not going to be the last time they d- do it to you. I already told you to leave him. You're way better than him and better than that. I am your friend, and I'm going to support you no matter what, even if it's bad for you, even if it's violent for you. I just don't approve of this, but you know that. But do you, and I will be with you no matter what and stick with you no matter what. Now, her saying, like, I wish I was as strong as Crystal, like, I'm not that strong. Like, I haven't fully walked away. I'm just not hitting him up. And, again, I don't know if he decides to or not hit me up, how I will react to that. But I know that someone calling me that word to me, especially knowing that it's not – I don't approve of that – don't respect me. And it's not going to get better when time goes on. And I'm not going to be blinded by how tall he is or how good looking he is or how much fun we have together or the chemistry we have. Like, I don't care about that. As soon as someone shows you that they do not respect you and if they do something that does cross the line and they're not going to apologize for that, they don't care about you. They don't value you. They don't have respect for you. And you need to have love and respect for yourself to walk away. It's easier said than done, like, as it is for my friend saying, you know, I wish I could be like you and just try to walk away. And it's not easy. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We have had domestic violence survivors on Crystal's Nightcap before. There are resources to help you. Please reach out to a loved one. It can get worse. This was the first sign of verbal abuse that I got from Tom Cruise, even though he was like, verbally not okay to other people, not in front of them, but like the way he would talk about other people. But this was the first time it was directed towards me and I don't want it to escalate. And if he's not going to apologize and see his wrongs in that, I don't really see why he should be around me and I should allow someone with that energy around me. So that's a no for me. But if I let that slide, it will get worse and worse and worse. And then it will probably turn violent. Because if someone doesn't respect you with their words, you think they're going to respect you with your physical space and your body? That's how it starts. It starts verbally, and then it'll start with them holding you back a little bit from things, holding your arms, holding your waist, not letting you get through doors and stuff. And then it'll get to you guys kind of tussling and shoving each other. And then it'll get to throwing things at each other. And then it'll get to a kick, maybe. And then it'll get into a hair grab. And all of a sudden, he's slapping you in the face and throwing your face into car doors like it starts verbally don't let him or her give you the chance or the space set your own boundaries walk away at that first glimpse of abuse like I mentioned it starts verbally super heavy topic some of us have gone through it I've never been in a physical abusive relationship I'm very, very lucky. It's not going to start now. I'm very thankful that I've had my family around and my loved ones and even the guys that I've dated that even when I've been violent to them, they have not been violent towards me. And I really regret those times that I had been violent. And I just don't want that for you. I don't want that for you. Your partner should be your biggest supporter. Your partner should be using kind and positive and uplifting words to you. Your partner should only be tussling with you and violent with you if it's consensual between the sheets. Nowhere else, especially in a negative and aggressive manner. It's way easier said than done. I know this. I know that there's a lot of factors when it comes to relationships like kids or family or time. But trust me, your mental health and your state of being is way more important for a happier life than a man that is going to drag you down and abuse you. And the thing is, a lot of the times we compensate for verbal, physical, or mental abuse by saying, oh, well, it's just sometimes, oh, well, I got him mad, he got really mad. Like, we always find excuses for it. There are no excuses 
a normal healthy relationship should never have like those roller coaster ups and downs where the downs are he talks to you or she talks to you like you're trash and scum and is so negative towards you and physically violates you. But then sometimes they'll buy you nice stuff or take you out and be like that's not how a healthy relationship works like that where sometimes they're hella nice and sometimes they're uh, the devil. Like no, it should be a it's not always happy sunshines and rainbows, but the down negative times of a relationship should not be verbally abusive or physically abusive. And if there is, then you're in an abusive relationship. People around you probably know it too. Uh, so ask your family and friends for help. Reach out to me if you need help. There is a nonprofit that is for domestic abuse, mental, verbal, and physical abuse victims called Safe Horizon. So check out safehorizon.org if you need resources to get out of a relationship like that. Uh, but yeah, you're not going to see me in one of those. Hopefully I'm crossing my fingers. I am not going to have any tolerance for any of that and I really don't want it for my friends and family and the people that I love I'm still going to be here for my friend when she's going through this situation but I really hope that she gets some sense into her because I've done all that I could and this guy is just still manipulating her and telling her oh my god and all these excuses and it's I'm just rolling my eyes at it but I love my friend so I'm going to be there for her no matter what even if he's right now buying her stuff and treating her like the princess that he should have been treating her and being so nice all of a sudden it's just like all of that's gonna go away when ish hits the fan again because that's how narcissists and abusers operate they'll be awful they'll be their true selves but then when they want to try to get you back then they'll be the nicest person ever until they revert back to their default ish of a human being that's broken and they themselves needs therapy and to um be a better person so yeah that's why i've been kind of in the dumps a little bit because of the Fall change, the weather change. I can't just go up and like tan like I used to and wear cute hoochie outfits. I really miss that of the summertime. And now it's fall and I'm bundled up and like, you know, you gain that fall weight. Um, and then I don't have a dude on top of it, like, or any roster. So, yes, I am furiously swiping back on the apps. And there are a few contenders and I will be going on a date this coming week. I had one set for last week, but I got sick, so I had to cancel it. And honestly, I don't think I really like him, so I don't really want to go and reschedule that date. So I'm going to find someone else. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 guys I'm messaging right now. So one of them, I'm going to see if we can link up this week or weekend. Don't you worry about that. I have a chill week, nothing crazy going on. And the next weekend, I'm working, so I'll be around as well. That's pretty much the that on that. I know towards the end, it was... A much heavier podcast than we usually have, but I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I got to share the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the awkward, the real, because that's just what it is. I mean, we have fun times in Crystal's Nightcap, but then we also have some not so fun times that we have to share. And I was even hesitant about sharing that because I know my mom listens. I know my family listens. My prima Zoila, I know you're listening. My girl Isbel, you're listening. My cousins, you guys all listen. And I'm embarrassed, but... That's real life. Like, it is what happens. And if you've been put in this situation, you're not, like, worse than me for sticking around or better than me for, like, leaving them. Like, we're all going in on this journey of life together. We just kind of have to help each other out when we go through tough things like this. And when I brought this situation up to all my close friends, they were just like, I mean, we're not surprised. And we all always hated him the whole time. Like, all my friends that met him, none of them liked him. So no one's surprised. They're just kind of like, yeah, about time because he was an amoeba. Like, he was not good for you, girl. Even D, David, I know you're listening. You were like, good. We don't like him. Like, he was over here making you think that you were crazy for blacking out to Bad Bunny as you should have. Like, no. So um, thank you to all my friends and family that's there for me for that and for these down times. But it's okay. I mean, the good news is we got options. We got options. Who's to say I can't call up Prince Eric tonight and be like, yo, my text never went through. Are we good? Come through. And he probably will. So I'll keep y'all updated on all of that. Um, but yes, another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you're loving the podcast, share it with your friend. If you're really liking it, I'm live in New York City, Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. on Z100. If you're not in the city, don't worry. I'm on tons of stations on the weekends. You can check my socials, which ones, on everything. We're at La Crystal Rosas. 
We have our own IG at Crystal Crystal's Nightcap. Our Twitter is Crystal Nightcap. And we have an online boutique, lacrystalrosas.com. Click on that shop tab. I love, love, love you. You are a queen. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise or call you anything other than a queen or a king. Download the book right now, Why Men Love Bitches, especially if you're single. It's going to give you a new approach on dating men, especially in a time right now. I mean, this is an older book. I think it was like... 80s 90s but it's still totally relevant to now and there's the second book that I'm reading called why men marry bitches and it is just pretty much a woman who did a lot of research asking guys why they like to date one girl or marry one girl as opposed to another and what can really make you like different and stand out to these guys and a lot of the stuff I've been doing subconsciously and it's taken me a long time to learn and grow but I wish that when I was younger someone told me to read this book because I would have dealt with a lot less drama and toxicity if I had listened to these like rules that this writer she's writing about so it's a really 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 great read I read it in like three days the first book and now I'm working on the second one so all right y'all love you so so much and I'll see you on the next one Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.